Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's Tuesday! Pew, pew, pew! The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We're glad you're here. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening. Yes, all of the times. Um, hey, you know what I thought we could do at the beginning of the show today? I don't know what. Get the Cobra King together. Let's do it! Whenever there's trouble, without the double, we're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time, we're the Cobra Gang. This story about Britney's ex-husband getting into her home is more terrifying than at first we thought. I am, of course, talking about Jason Alexander and his beeline for Britney's uh, mansion on the day of her wedding. You know, and we thought it was scary enough, right? Like, when it happened, it was frightening. He Instagram-lived the whole thing, and we were like, nothing good. Yeah, absolutely. And what we've come to find out is not only was it creepy, not only was it creepier, it was creepy est. And by that, I mean, not only did he enter her home on her wedding day uninvited, because I know some people out there might think, well, maybe he was invited. Nah. No, 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 no. Uh, not only uh, did he enter her home uninvited, he entered her home uninvited with a weapon. He also live-streamed the event, and we've learned some new details. Now, the new details we learned came uh, about as the result of a preliminary hearing yesterday, of Adam's Monday, wherein witnesses actually testified about what happened during uh, that incident, wherein he breached her premises on her wedding day. And some of that testimony is pretty terrifying. So that's why we know about some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And what we've learned, courtesy of one of Britney's security guards, who has since been fired, by the way, and I think we talked about that uh, at the time, Mm -hmm. that security guard who was later fired told the judge that Jason Alexander literally made a beeline for her bedroom after getting into uh, her property or onto her property and getting inside the main house. The guard then testified that he tried to actually open her door while she was inside Uh -uh. her home, Uh -uh. but it was locked. Thank God. So thank God that somebody had the foresight to, I don't know, lock her in a room. Well, actually, honestly, that's the first thing I think about is, I mean, you're in your bedroom. You're not assuming that somebody's going to come rushing in. Yeah. Typically, you might shut the door, but not lock it. Yeah. 
So whoever had the fort, like you said, whoever had the foresight to lock it, or I don't know if they got a heads up or what. Yeah, or just Brittany just always locks her door. I mean, thank goodness. You know, I would imagine in a house like that when there's a lot of people. Anyway, regardless, we do know that her bedroom door was locked. He was not able to get inside of her actual bedroom. But again, just to reiterate, and I don't know if you've seen the world that we live in lately. This is terrifying Mm -hmm. that somebody could, you know, enter her home, uh, despite the fact that she's got like a whole security team. That he was armed with a knife, he was not on the guest list, and he kept repeating to uh, people as he entered the premises while live streaming that he had been invited and he needed to talk to her. He needed to talk to her. He needed to talk to her. He kept mm. repeating that. Now, cops say he was, like I said, armed with a knife. He live streamed himself, and they were able to arrest him. We, you know, know because he was able, or before he was able to make contact with Brittany. Mm. But, but, wait there's more. So that's terrifying in and of itself, all the things I've already told you. But we also know now, again, courtesy of this hearing yesterday, that uh, he'd been spotted on the outskirts of her home multiple times leading up to the wedding, like days before, including, but not limited to the actual day before. And I guess he had been told to stay away, which begs the question why somebody wasn't on high alert. Like, uh, this dude clearly was stalking and casing the joint. Right. And this dude has like shown up places armed before, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just saying there is a record. And we talked about this at the time. I remember saying, like, how did she not have a protective order against him? Right. And perhaps everybody was too focused on the uh, conservatorship debacle that they're not like, hey, there's a loose cannon out there. His name's Jason Alexander and he's got a gun. Right. Like it, it's yeah. shocking to me that they didn't have a uh, some sort of. Order. Yeah. The other thing, you know, I still have a ton of questions. Sure. Like I still am trying to figure out how did he even get on the property to begin with? Yeah. And then I don't know if you remember when you watch the video, mm-hmm. his Instagram live, yeah. he passes a number of people yeah. who are look like they're supposed to be protecting something and like i remember one of them he said hi to and then walked through the door of the house it's unbelievable well you begin to wonder and you can just see how this all goes down because like somebody thinks like i don't know that guy do i know that guy Mm -hmm. maybe he's supposed to be here because that i don't there's a bunch of people Right. Like if nobody is really focused on the one thing that's right. a threat, you can see where that could break down relatively quickly as how he got in. I bet he just walked right through because, well, there were probably people coming and going. Right. And, uh, you know, like if you this is the thing people criminals play on or criminals, uh, people trying to do harm, mm-hmm. try to or just exploit, you know, our assumption right. that nobody's trying to do anything wrong. Right. You know, like you want to get into a door that's locked. Right. Wait till somebody else walks through. Right. The door. Or like you crash a wedding, just look like you're supposed to be there. Yeah. You yeah. walk in with intention. Right. You're like, hey, what's up? Yeah. And um, it's just concerning that the people that were actually paid to protect Britney Spears person, much less home. Right dropped the ball in such a significant way. It's not like he's unrecognizable. It's not Mm -mm. like he was wearing a disguise as like the florist. Right. He was carrying a bunch of flowers like, oh, where do I put these? And we looked like Jason Alexander, the guy who married her in Vegas. Yeah. Who's been stalking the joint for days, including but not limited to the day before when he was told to get out. Okay. This other thing I think is really interesting about that, that I just have a curiosity about that matters not. 
But we only learned that she was getting married on Thursday, I think on Wednesday, right? Like we only learned yeah. about the wedding the day it was before. Very last minute. So it makes us. me wonder if he knew that there was going to be an opportunity, if he was, you know, swimming around the outside of her property. It just makes me wonder if he was doing all of that to prepare for that very opportunity. Yeah, and then you wonder how he knew. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So those are all questions I don't have the answers to. The only uh, reason we know these things, uh, of course, tabloids and TMZ. Now, I will say both TMZ and uh, Page Six had alleged supposed exclusive details. And I can tell you that in terms of the legal trouble he's in right now, he's behind bars in lieu of $100,000 bail. He was initially charged with stalking, but the complaint was then amended to uh, become felony stalking with a prior domestic violence conviction. Uh, the prior conviction involved a an incident from 2015 out of San Francisco where he was convicted of corporal injury on a domestic partner. I don't oh know what that gosh. is. He also faces a special enhancement charge because he allegedly committed the crime while on proba- uh, probation for an unrelated case out of Tennessee. So clearly, clearly, yeah. uh, and by the way, he's pleaded not guilty. And uh, Okay, well, good luck. Yeah. I mean, best of luck. Yeah. That is frightening. And I, I just am hopeful that, I'm hopeful that something happens that allows her to feel secure in her own space again, because that has to be, one of the most frightening things. I mean, it's bad enough if you don't know the person, but if you, yeah, that she has a history with this person and they should have known. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, and again, you can read more details on like when, you know, there was a scuffle and he had put his hand on his knife and the thing, he was there to do something yeah. not good. Yeah. Oof. Oh, I don't like it. Yeah. Okay, well, let's take a deep breath and uh, allow the judicial system to do what they do. See, this is like, I don't, because he's not an unrelated person. And it would be easier to say this, like if it was an unrelated person. You do worry about the level of attention that the world brings to Britney. And I remember saying this, it's not like, I mean, you know, we talk about the story on a regular basis, Mm -hmm. but we're not like urging people to like, involve themselves directly in the story, right? Like we weren't the people that were outside the courtroom mm-hmm. holding signs and all that. I just think that there is such a weird ownership that people have of Brittany in this story that is probably not all that healthy. Uh, and I, I mean, by all accounts, Jason Alexander didn't have any prior like relationship with her such that he would be comfortable thinking he could just walk into her home. Right. So what I mean by that is like you wonder how much of like media and press coverage influenced or involved right uh in his decision to head over there. Right. Like he's not Kevin Federline. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. who has his own persona. Like who has actually children with and her. has children with her. Yeah. And you could imagine a scenario where he showed up and was like, hey, I need to talk to Brittany. And they'd be like, come on in, sir. You yeah. know, there's yeah. a there's a context for that. But Jason Alexander, even though we know who he is, and even though he has been associated with Britney. They were married for 55 hours. Exactly. It's not like he has business. Yeah. Unless he's up to no good. Exactly. Which clearly clearly he he was. was. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we're up to good business. We're up to all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Holly's going to give us a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. 
Holly Roberts has arrived with a heaping helping of dirt. It's a dirt alert. What's up, Holly? Oh, well, good afternoon to you, Colleen and Bradley. Good afternoon good to afternoon. you. Dings to the left. Dongs to the right. Oh. It's Chris Pratt on the cover <laughs> Don't get of me started. <laughs> Men's Health Magazine. Well. The story. <laughs> now. Bradley Trainer is I not think. amused. <laughs> Well, I don't know what Holly's going to share, but if it's part of what I read earlier today, then I'll well, discuss. is it about Chris Pratt crying? Yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. You know when a man cries, he's he's being serious. He's uh-huh. telling you something deeply innate about his character. Yeah. Now Chris Pratt was crying. Mm-hmm. Now you might ask yourself, "Oh, geez, why Chris Pratt were you crying?" Well, he cried over the backlash from that post he did earlier this year praising his quote-unquote healthy daughter. Yeah, remember that, which we (laughs) took him to task for as well as the entire internet and I'm sure his own family? Yes. Okay. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, that's, I'm trying to... You were just oddly silent. What I'm doing is trying to contain my rage. (laughs) She's processing. Uh Now, uh, because I can see Colleen's face and Bradley's face, and Mm -hmm. that's what I was laughing about. Mm -hmm. I know this is radio. Now, Chris Pratt told Men's Health Magazine, quote, I had said something on Instagram like, quote, find someone who looks at you the way my wife looks at me. And then I gave her some bleep the thing and said, but I love you. I'm so thankful for my wife. She gave me a beautiful, healthy daughter. That's what Chris Pratt Mm -hmm. recalls himself saying and posting on Instagram. Uh Now the world Mm -hmm. took issue with that Mm -hmm. saying not only perhaps that was a dig at his ex-wife on a Ferris, but also their nine-year-old son, Jack. Yep. Who was born premature. Mm -hmm. That's right. And has health issues as a result. Yes. Now, Chris Pratt told men's health magazine of that. That's bleeped up. My son's going to read that one day. He's nine, and it's etched in a digital stone. It's really bleep and bothered me, dude. I cried about it. That that was the thing where I was just like, so you're now, like, you're telling me about your feelings in this mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And also, how yeah. we should feel sorry for you because you said something. Mm-hmm. And that the you, world that you regretted, maybe yeah. like, cause I don't know what we're doing. Are you saying you feel bad that you said, cause now that's a feeling I can understand. If he had said, I said something off the cuff, not thinking through what it, what that sounded mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And I, that's not what I'm hearing. Clearly that's not what I meant. I feel horrible. And please know that I did not mean anything by that. And you know, I will do better. Mm-mm. That's not what he's doing. Yeah, what he's telling you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's like he's, he's, I think what the kids call these days virtue signaling in the best sense of that mm-hmm. term, which is I am telling you mm-hmm. that I am unlike most men. Mm-hmm willing to cry mm-hmm. like there's just like a weird performance aspect of it where you're just like what are you doing and also you're just making yourself the the point of the story again and that's kind of what got you into this right mess. also it's a little gaslighty because it's not what he said that is going to bother his son it's how people reacted to what he said yeah that will bother his son. Shame so it's not him. You. It's all you, yeah, how dare nasty, you imply that I'm like terrible that? people. Right. Also, I don't know. Listen, we don't have time, but like, yeah, sure we do. I mean, I don't know. What else are we doing? Yeah. Thank you, sir, for mansplaining what a man crying means. What showing emotion. Congratulations. But I'm see, just men saying. Don't do that. Right, and because what a tr- I'm saying, a real man doesn't. Nor- well, I shouldn't say a real man. That's this is this is what he's oh, saying for sure. Is that there's this or not saying? And again, he might not even realize he's saying this because there's this lack of self reflection mm-hmm. that I don't think is a part of Chris Pratt or that is a part of Chris Pratt's public persona mm-hmm. that I wish he would check himself on because like you sound like you're saying like dudes don't cry, but I cried. So like, that's how seriously I took this. Yeah. Like some dudes cry every day. Right. And they're no less dudes than you are. Right. 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 But whatever. His audience probably ate that right up. By that I mean his prime, you know, his, his the people, the big fans of his poetry. (laughs) Dings to the left. Dongs 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 to to the the right. right. Where do you put the crying ones though? (laughs) And you know that it feeds into that whole conversation that people will then have like, See, dude can't even admit his feelings without being like trolled. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, no, but look, I'm just saying, like, he, could he just, you know, not make it about him? But he's showing how sensitive he is. Yeah, he also goes well, on. He to actually say- is showing how sensitive he is, right? Mm-hmm. In a different way than yeah. he means to be. Chris Pratt also on the in this Men's Health interview uh, calls the, his blessings as a celebrity a real burden to the people. I am leaving. <laughs> to the people close to him, you guys. What? I am okay, going. Okay, I missed that part. I Tell can't me more. Stay for this. Are you um, kidding me? Please. That's what he said. I don't really have much more than that. Perhaps he elaborates a little bit more in this interview on men's health. But what he's saying, you know, is that his celebrity is a burden to the people that are close to him, including his uh, his daughters Layla and Eloise that he has with his wife Catherine Schwarzenegger, whose whole essence is just being a celebrity. She yeah. doesn't do anything. His I mean, blessings her, are book? a burden. I don't know. She gets like she's like talks about dog food. <laughs> what? <laughs> the only reason we well, Catherine Schwarzenegger's whole thing. Yeah. Is Schwarzenegger. Yes. Is celebrity. Yeah. For the sake of celebrity. So what you're saying is, it sounds dumb (laughs) when he says those things. Yeah. Whenever his lips are moving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's You know what I'm going to do? Wait, no. Here's here's the actual Mm -hmm. valuable question. Mm -hmm. Why is he doing this right now? He has something to promote. Exactly. Uh What is the thing? Jurassic Park, I believe. Well, he also has a There new- is that, but I would imagine it's something else because we're kind of past the initial. Yeah. He has a new Amazon series that he's out promoting because if you noticed mm. during the promotional blitz of Jurassic World Dominion, 
He was not the focus of the promotion. No, because remember, he didn't want That's to. That's right, because yeah. he knew it was bad. Yeah. So, you know, he got on the couch the week of release, getting on the couch being he stopped yep. by late night programs. And talked and, about dumb things, right? Like, yeah. didn't he barf on someone or poop his pants? Oh, he pooped po- his pants. Oh, yeah, it was a, remember, it was a prank gone wrong. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He never po- forget. Never forget. Chris Pratt pooped his pants mm-hmm. on a uh, prank gone wrong. That prank being for a television series that he's doing on Amazon called The Terminal List. And the terminal list is out July 1st. So that's why ah, Chris okay. Pratt is doing press for this. I'm watching a trailer for it. It looks like there's lots of hats, guns. Okay, cool. I like those planes, things. Planes. I don't mm. like guns, but um, I like hats. T-shirts. I like T-shirts. And stuff. So that's why Chris Pratt is getting out there and uh, is on the cover of Men's Health and... He's just doing manly things. I'm going to go yeah. ahead and not read that article, the rest of that yeah. article. Well, that, I had a lot of feelings. You prime demo anyway. Uh, nope, that's for sure. To be clear. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe he shows you a good lunge exercise. I know, I'm good. I do like those. Do we get yeah. ab photos, at least, of Chris Pratt? Like, is he in that stage um, right now? No, he's actually wearing a shirt. Oh, well, that's a bummer. So there's really nothing redeeming about this article. Well, it gave us a segment. Thank Yay! you. Thank you, Chris Pratt. Thank Thanks, you. Halls. And Holly, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us some pop culture mysteries to solve in the form of blind items. Blinded. She's going to deliver them, them to, to solve them. And blinded by the item after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we've got some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Holly Roberts is going to bring us these pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Blind item. We're going to try to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the um, Item. Blinded by the Item. Hey, come get your blind items. That's why we're here. Great, solve this. Okay. This A plus slash A list mostly movie actor is dating the not even 20 year old offspring of a foreign born, barely there celebrity. Oh, okay. <sighs> Give me the, oh, the the stats on the first person who's dating the. An A plus slash A list mostly movie actor okay. is dating the not even 20 year old offspring of a foreign born, barely there celebrity. We've done something mm-hmm. similar. Remember, it was like barely there child of a barely there celebrity, which yeah. it's not. What does that mean again? Well, they're, I, to me, that means they're like sort of celebrity for being celebrity, but maybe not but, kind of. Am I right? I don't know. You know, I will say that the names popping up as the answer for this. Now, one person is known for their mm, taste in younger ladies Mm -hmm. and the other one is known for their at least in the blind items taste for dating reality stars slash reality contestants although you would never know it publicly because yeah yeah Uh okay so brad pitt is one of the options for the big name celebrity that's right and now we're looking for the barely there barely 20 Right? Yes. No. Uh, of the oh, barely oh, there we've foreign about celebrity. This. Mm-hmm. Is this an old one? Uh, no, this person, I, I guess they're in their 30s or 40s. Oh, okay. Because originally, remember, there were rumors about Brad Pitt and Kylie or Kendall? That's true. One I think, of them. Yeah, I think you're right. Like but they this went is... to a Sunday service together, remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But this is a, this is a, a foreign born. Barely there celebrity. 
right, that we're trying to find, and their their child. Yes. Okay. But the child, I don't think, is neither here nor there. Let's focus on, on the, the celebrity. other actor it could oh, be. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. Oh, the other actor. The other A-plus slash A-list mostly movie actor. Okay. Is it like Chris Evans? Uh, no, it's not a oh. Hollywood Chris. Uh. Not a Hollywood Chris. Now, this person uh, definitely likes to have younger girlfriends, mm. associates. Uh, this person also pretty good looking, just like Brad Pitt. Mm. A good looking guy. Uh-huh. Is he in a relationship? I can't confirm that. I don't know. Oh. And you said he's in his 30s? Yes, I looked up his age and he is 39. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And we've talked about this guy before in the blind item section concerning his girlfriends of yore mm-hmm. being in college, maybe. Oh, maybe oh, just, oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Leonardo yeah, yeah. DiCaprio? No. No. Henry Cavill. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. So maybe Brad Pitt, men, maybe Henry Cavill. I don't know. Mm-hmm. One of those guys is dating a not even 20-year-old offspring of Oof. a foreign-born, barely there celebrity. Oh, now, that's awkward. Don't know who that offspring of a foreign-born... Well, born, it could be a Brit. Yeah. Henry Cavill. If it's Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. There are probably plenty of, you know, Brits Brit in actors the sea. we're not thinking. I see what you did there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do we not have any idea? We don't have an idea. That's okay. Yeah. You just, we got enough gossip out of that one. Yeah. You just need to know, according to NT lawyer, Brad Pitt in the past, he's talked about him having a, uh, liking dating, you know, people from Mm -hmm. reality television, but we don't know. Which is so bizarre. Whatever. Yeah, that's fine. (sighs) All right. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Let's solve this other celebrity gossip mystery. The powers that be want to have a spinoff show featuring the newlywed life of this reality star and her musician husband. The husband is all for it to give his kids a shot at stardom, but the reality star already hates doing one show. She has no desire to do another. Mm. Okay. Reality show star who's married to a musician. They are their kids, their kids together. Oh, it's Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian. Oh, yeah, sure. Mm. Yes. So the powers that be want a spinoff show featuring Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian. Or, no, excuse me. Yeah. No, wait. Oh, wait. I'm having a brain. Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm watching and I think things just started to spark in her brain. It is. I see smoke. I was like, like, wait, is it Chloe? I don't know. Sorry. I had a moment. It happens. They're all like sort of like an amoeba. That's true. They Mm -hmm. all just meld together. Anyways. So Travis Barker is all for it because he wants to give his kids a shot at fame. However, Kourtney Kardashian already hates doing the Kardashians and she does not want to do another reality show. Well, that seems and that seems possible. It actually. Yeah. I mean, especially because Travis Barker did a reality show with his ex-wife, Shanna Mochler. Uh, so they're not, it's, he's not a stranger to reality TV is what I'm saying. And it seemed like he really enjoyed doing it when they were doing it. And it also seems like that would be an incentive to marry into the Kardashian family. Yeah. Would mm-hmm. be the, you know, promise of a potential spinoff. I'm just yeah. doing it for the kids. Yeah, man. Doing I'm it for the kids. for the kids and the money. <laughs> Attention. A hat trick. Mm. Let's solve this. 
This A-minus list north of the border singer insisted he wanted to tease his new song and that that song would be unmastered. He thinks it's, he is a better singer than he actually oh. is. Sean Mendez. Ooh, ooh, <sighs> yeah. okay. well, I'm sure his fans would love it. Yeah, so Sean Mendez. want to be... Insisted he wanted the tease of his new song to be unmastered because Oof. Shawn Mendes thinks he's a better singer than he actually is. Oh, man, that's rough. He's got a pretty face. He's not ugly. I, you know, I don't. I will say, I, I, I don't know what his musical talents are in terms of, you know, like just him sitting down with a guitar or, or tickling the ivories. Uh, does he play the piano? I believe I guess, so. Yeah, I would imagine if you play the guitar, you play the piano, right? Uh, maybe. But no, I think I remember him playing the guitar or the piano, I'm sorry, on stage mm. while uh Camilla Cabello, I don't know. Sang stared stared into his eyes deeply. Sang a tune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I bet that that's the case with a lot of singers and we don't even realize it. I mean, or we assume it maybe, but that they just don't sound as great as we think they do. I mean, you know, we don't have to like take uh many vocal backings away from pop stars to know that's true that's true when you're gone uh he plays the vocal uh-huh. the guitar and the piano mm-hmm. those are uh mr His mendez instruments, instruments. Mm. lovely and those eyes play me like a fiddle <laughs> Another celebrity gossip mystery, Colleen and Bradley. Now, NT Lawyer just told you that this former A-list musician is desperate to make his kids famous and to get them a show. Mm. To that end, one of his offspring is in a fake relationship with an A-list social media star just to make a show more likely to happen. Oh, that's interesting. So that's got to be Travis Barker. But I don't know his kids or who they're dating. Yeah. and Do we know the person? Do we know any of the people involved? Um... Well, one of them is Travis Barker's child, and Uh I'm going to tell you that that person's name is Landon Barker, because how the heck would we know that? Right, and Landon Landon Barker Barker. is in a a publationship. Is in a publationship. With, is it, do we know who the person is that he's in a publationship with? You would know her. I don't know that you'd know that they're in a relationship, but you would definitely know her name. Okay. Mm -hmm. A social media star. Uh, Oh, is it Addison Rae? No, but close. Uh, In that orbit. yeah. Yeah. It's um, Nikki. It's with an I, but Car- not Nikki. Icky. It, it's Icky <laughs> with an I. No, her name uh, rhymes with Schmarley. Schmarley. Immarley. Schmarley. Her name rhymes with Schmarley. But she said it starts with an I. No, no, no. I said with an I. It doesn't Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah, oh Charlie my God. Charlie with an eye. <laughs> okay. She's like, Arlie. <laughs> so, Travis Barker, desperate to make his kids famous and to get them on a show. And to that end, Landon Barker, his son, is in a fake relationship with Charlie D'Amelio just to make a show more likely to happen. Now, people exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Charlie D'Amelio and Landon Barker are dating. It's in the early stages, says a source. Mm. They're seeing each other. This is just, you know, the next generation of this. We're going to be putting up with this for a very long time. You and I will be long gone before uh, this royal family has left. Well, and remember, 
remember that Courtney Kardashian was BFF, mm-hmm. oddly, with Addison Ray yes. at one point in yes. time. Addison Ray, also a social media star. Now, I don't know Addison's relationship to Charlie D'Amelio, but it says they all just like hang out in the hype house together. Yeah. Also, that that whole experience was a bizarre experience. And I I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Followed it a little more closely than I want to admit because I'm slightly embarrassed about it. Mm. But her friendship with Addison Ray started because her son was a huge fan. Yeah. Of Addison Ray and Courtney wanted to surprise Mason with an Addison Ray thing. And then she they became super besties and it was awkward. Well, and remember that goes like through the family because remember it was Kim, I think, that one of the kids, maybe North, was obsessed with uh Oh my god Jojo Siwa. Jojo Siwa, right? So they like those kids, there's going to be all these like weird crossover. Yeah, yeah. But I just, there's something very, but it, watching Courtney try to impress Addison Ray was literally exactly like watching what you would imagine any middle-aged woman trying to impress a college student would look like. Yeah. Yeah, unfor- it's depressing. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Charlie D'Amelio unfollowed Addison oh. Ray. They allegedly, supposedly, possibly hate each other. Oh, there's a beef. There's a TikTok beef. beef. Yeah, there's a TikTok beef. I can't. I know I just sound so old because the kids are all up on this stuff, but I can't keep up with it. Oh, you're still. Don't worry about it. It's all good. I'm an old man. I hate everything but Matlock. Ooh, it's on now. Colleen and Bradley are old. Yeah. You're welcome. When we return, thank you, by the way, Holly Roberts, on Ye Old Colleen and Bradley Show. Uh, we, I, you know, I, I learned something. I learned two things. Number one, there is a TLC show. Mm. All this'll, about this'll lottery well. winners that I didn't even know existed, and it's been on for four seasons. All right. And? And number two, there is such a thing as a lottery strategy, oh, okay. and it can actually result in real money. Wow. I know I'm going to tell you all about all of it when all we right. come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Talk is Thanks, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And you guys, I feel like I already won the lottery because I get to work with the two of you. Wow, that's crap, but sure. But maybe, just maybe. Because we don't, we ain't going to buy you a house. So, what? What? Maybe, just maybe, maybe I could give you a little tip on how to win the lottery yourself. Would you like to hear it? Mm -hmm. This tip, by the way, apparently came from a TV show on TLC called. Lottery changed my life. Now, I got to be honest. I don't see it on local listings. Uh, it's 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 featured on the TLC UK page, but I feel like it's got to air here, too. 
Uh, anyway, but it's a, it's been around for four seasons. Okay. I can't believe we don't watch it. Okay. And apparently one of the people who actually, they profile, obviously, on each episode, people who won a significant amount of money in the lottery. Yeah. And apparently one of them shared a lottery ticket strategy that they felt was foolproof in terms of winning. Okay. And it's proven to actually work for a person in real life. So the story goes like this. A guy in South Carolina has won over $100,000 by using a strategy that he heard about on that show. Oh. Now, that makes sense, right? If you want to do something, you take tips from the people who have done it. Yeah. Right? Sure. So the strategy is this easy. Spend $25 per week playing the lottery for three months. Okay. Okay. So he did that. And? During the first week, he won $500. Okay. But on the seventh week, he won $100,000. Okay. So, like, again, I, I'm I, what I'm trying to do is understand this strategy, quote unquote. Best of luck to you. Because the lottery is a game of chance. Yeah, I know. So, what is the strategy exactly? I think like, because I mean, the strategy, I the only strategy I smell here is you, you play. don't win if you don't play. Exactly. That's the one I'm smelling too. Okay. Um, I think it's truly just that you don't just buy a couple tickets. You buy $25 worth. Also, what kind of lottery week. was he playing? Well, that's the interesting part. So th- there aren't a whole lot of details available, oh, unfortunately. Okay. However, this is a winning strategy. Well, however, what I do know is this. I think it sounds like he can do. He just plays the lottery, whatever he chooses. Yeah. But what he won $100,000 on was Powerball. And it was the first time he would played the Powerball. So he thought that he had won $50,000 because he had matched two of the numbers. Okay. But then his wife checked again and she said, no, look right here. You matched four of the numbers, which don't even get me started how that was confusing to him. Yeah. But he had matched four of the Powerball numbers, and that's <laughs> why he won $100,000. So he won. I mean, hey, look, $100,000 is not that's nothing. That's not nothing. Yeah, so $25 a week for three months is $100 is $300. Yeah, So that's a pretty good ROI. I mean, for him, but yeah. like, do we know the track record on this thing? Just his. Okay. I mean, apparently it worked for somebody else on the show. Okay, and Interestingly, that's how he... they don't talk about what episode it is in that this strategy gets shared or who it was. But here's what I will tell you about that show. Okay. Lottery changed my life. Again, four seasons. Also, does I mean, I know $100,000 can change a life. I mean, trust, I want $100,000, mm-hmm. so I'm going to play this strategy, not really. But um, that would change people's lives. But, like, I bet there's also people on that show who win, like, millions so this guy's not on the show. He just used a strategy of one of the millionaire people. Okay. The people who that they the the people who that they the people that they profile on this show appear to be people who have won like many millions. Got it. Right. So for example, now and you know I love a lottery Tragedy. winner. No story. Yeah, yeah. The tragedies I just feel like we I only find ever hear the tragedies, right? It's like we won eight hundred million dollars and our life went to crap. Yeah, and then I've been arrested for murder. Yeah, or something what? like that. No, oh. I, not me. I'm oh. just saying, like you hear those stories, <laughs> or like you know, all of my family and friends came like vultures and pecked mm-hmm. away at all the money, and now yeah. it's gone. It escalates quickly. It does. But call a lawyer first. But please. everybody loves to hear these lo- lottery success stories. Like for one sure. of the TLC shows that I can't stand. 
is the lottery dream house. Yeah, I don't like that. Because show. people will be like, I won all of the millions that ever existed. And my budget for a home 300, is $300,000. And I'm like, you're doing it. But see, but are they? Because I think they're actually being smart. You're probably right. Because the the thing is, you don't want to spend all your money on a house, True. right? But like, f- I think what you're emoting here, because I feel like this is what I would emote while watching this show, which I don't watch for another reason, is... I know um, the reason. I, don't, I just, I'm not a huge fan of the host of the yeah. show. Yeah. I mean, he's... I just, I feel like the show is very... Force, yes, and it's not very genuine. But my point is, like, mm-hmm. we want to watch the show where somebody spends eight hundred million dollars on, on a, a house. flying castle. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Also, a lot of the houses are ugly. That's just that's the other <laughs> reason why I don't like it. Anyway, when we come back, speaking of flying on castles. the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of flying castles, we are going to take a ride on the Flytanic. What? Woo! You can come with us after this on Woo! my talk one zero seven one.